listening to the Female Mastermind Podcast. Hey y'all, welcome to the Female Mastermind Podcast. It is your host, Ella Ryu. And I'm just going to be talking a lot of shit today. Well, not a lot of shit, but I'm just going to be sending my opinions and some random stuff because I need content. Yeah. Um... Let us first talk about the iPhone 14. I don't know if I like it or not. I don't know. I think it it kind of is giving me a little bit of an Android moment with that front camera setting. And isn't the back basically like the regular, like the rest of the iPhone? So what's new about the iPhone 14? What stands about the iPhone? Like... If it's, if I, like, if I learn to, like, like it, or if I come to, like, like it, I will be getting the iPhone 14 Pro Max. But there's something about the camera that I just don't care for. Is there, like, an extra camera or something? What is that little stick at the bottom? Isn't that new? Is there... How many cameras are there? Like, what are the specs on the iPhone 14? Because, I don't know. Like, I don't need no big specs. I just need a watered-down spec. So, the iPhone 14 Pro Max is a 6.7-inch display. Um, It comes in, like, four ugly-ass colors. Well... It, the colors are mediocre um from what I see so far oh wait, wait, wait. I want the pro max like is there a pro max is there a pro is there a pro max oh there is no pro max Oh, there is a Pro Max, but I'm so, um, confused. Wait, what is going on? And it's only, like, four colors, like, all of these colors nasty as hell. Anyways, the black or gray, whatever that is, mm-mm. then you got the white, which is just plain, then you got this musty-ass purple color. And then you got this yellow or gold. I don't know what that is. But if I'm going to get one, I feel like the white looks the best. Yeah. I don't know. I don't I don't know how I like the camera. But you know what? That's just me. What do y'all think of the iPhone 14? I don't know. I don't really like it. Um, moving on. Oh, like lately, I've been like two, I've been liking two songs from Bry- Bryson Triller, yeah. Um, Exchange and Don't. I think that's what they're called. But yeah, I would sing, but we all know I cannot sing to save my freaking life. Yeah, it's Don't and Exchange. Moving on. 
Let's talk about the cheating guys in Hollywood. Ooh. So we have what their names again? Like I feel like. All right. So allegedly, Travis Scott been cheating on Kylie since whenever ever. Allegedly, I just saw a video by Sloan, which is S L four N, S L O four N, something like that. Just type in Sloan on YouTube and he'll pop up. Yeah, I just saw a video of him, and he was like with this um Instagram model or whatever that Travis will have like a on and off situation ship since like for like the past ten years, and then even with Kylie and whatever. You know, whatever, but what is it with these dudes cheating? What is it with people cheating in general? I, what do y'all gain from cheating? Other than some side put on you. Like, y'all are ruining your relationships. For what? For what? Damn, go sit down, man. Drink some water. Oh, this is your daily reminder to go get your ass some gummy bears. And if you don't like gummy bears, there's something severely wrong with you. Get some help. Then we have Adam Levine. Christy as hell. And then we got Ned Firmer. He's Fumer, Fumer. I don't know what his name is. But he's from the Try Guys. And the Ned Firmer situation, as well as the Adam Levine situation, have been all over TikTok and youtube for like the past two weeks maybe like all right y'all can then talk about it it's not surprising that people are cheating on their spouses yeah but it's ironic that ned from the try guys is like there's little literal compilations of him saying my wife like compilations on youtube of him saying my wife so it's all ironic that he cheats on his wife who he has kids with with a co-worker his ass got fired because he had relations with a co-worker but the co-worker whose name is alex i believe she also was in a relationship girl miss girl was engaged like how are you gonna be engaged and cheating and how are you gonna be married and cheating like stop it you know why i hate marriages because i'm the type of person that if you do me wrong i'm gonna leave i don't give second chances i don't do that shit right so if that happens, why don't I marriage this? Because I can't with the old divorce thing. That is too much. And then, ugh. Divorce is yucky. Right? So, the thing with marriage for me is, if you do me dirty, you cheat on me or whatever, I am gonna leave you. So, that's the thing with marriage. Like, for the fiancé, he could cut his ties there. He don't need... You know, he could cut his ties there and the kids' wounds, his emotional wounds, because he ain't got no stress about divorces or whatever. But, I mean, they were living together, so they would have to, like, sell their apartment or one of them kids the apartment. Something like that. But, like, with Ned now, he is married. He has kids. So, if they were to get a divorce, I don't think they're going to get a divorce. But, the way how everybody's just talking about Ned and the Shy Guys and not Ariel, who is his wife, who is facing the emotional repercussions of his actions she's just facing them financially but she's facing emotional repercussions of his actions like why bother cheating especially if you go in front your wife so much like like these pretensive people like they be the ones that are sneaky as hell 
like these performative not i don't even know what i just said but like these performative people they're the ones you have to watch out for because they be sneaky as hell you know they're trying to force this idea because they be doing something else like bro come on now like did he make a public apology to his wife his wife is what he did wrong so yeah Adam Levine, um, I think it's been rumored or allegedly that they have like an open relationship type thing. But how you go wanna name the new baby after one of your situationships or flings? How that makes sense? That's nasty. But I brought water to my room and I forgot to bring it. Let me go get it real quick. But like, seriously, why is cheating so prominent? Like, can y'all be happy with one person and if you're not learn to break up with them instead of betraying them like i feel like at least that person would appreciate it so much more if you broke up with them rather than betray them like bro what okay so your girl found an article from psych central that is titled why powerful men cheat so it says both women both men and women cheat regardless of race, age, or stature, according to Terry Orchbury, author of Finding Love Again, Six Simple Steps to Finding a New Happy Relationship. In fact, about thirty-two percent of married men and twenty percent of married women report being unfaithful, she said. But when powerful men, mostly recently CIA Director General David Perez, admit to infidelity, we're often taken aback. No, we're not. All people cheat, like, especially the famous ones, because they got money to throw around at bitches, and bitches become nothing them, especially because they have money. Um, yeah, anyways. Uh, I'm just skimming through this, because I want to read unnecessary stuff. Alright, so, why do powerful men with such pivotal professions and important responsibilities commit adultery? Why do men with so much to lose, great positions, families, and reputations risk it all for a fling? Power suddenly may play a role. For instance, in a survey of 1,561 professionals, Joris Lammers, an assistant professor at Tilburg University and colleagues, found that the more power people had, the more likely they were to cheat. Plus, the, p- the more power people had, the more confident they were. They also found no gender differences in past cheating or the desire to cheat. Women are, were just as likely to cheat or want to cheat as men were. Initial research also points to fascinating brain findings when people are given a fleeting sense of power. Lamar's told NPR, You can see the brain structure associated with positive things with rewards is just much more act- activated than the part that is steered towards preventing the bad things from happening. The piece also talks about interesting research in college studies in college students, sorry, which found that when both male and female students were given a temporary sense of power, they tended to flirt more with a stranger of the opposite sex who sat next to them. Hmm, interesting. According to Orchbutch or Butch Butch. The share pressure, sorry, the share presence of temptation may explain why powerful men cheat power and all that comes with it, such as wealth and fame. 
is attractive to many women, she said. And sometimes these women can become aggressive with their advances, she said. That's what I was saying. Like, bitches be throwing themselves at men with power um, and money. Like, is that it? If you got something to offer them, women or men will throw themselves at you. Because you do have men who go for older women or, like, women who have things to leech off of them. We call those leeching, leecher, leeches, or gold diggers. So, yeah. Let me continue reading the article. So, it further says, Loneliness might be another reason men in power, including General Patrios, are often away from their families for days, even weeks, Archbutch said. As a result, they end up yearning for female companionship, she said. Somebody in video call. But you know what is alright? Some powerful men might crave the adrenaline rush. They perform well under high stress and continuously meet and enjoy excitement or challenges to drive them forward. An affair gives them the same type of exhilaration in their private life, Urchbridge said. Alright, why do you get married if you don't want to have one sexual partner or you or or you want challenges, you want different obstacles or whatever you want to call it. Alright, so I feel like people with that kind of positions, when they're married, people will be like, oh, you have your life together. There's some kind of structure and sense of responsibility, so I'll trust you with my business, with whatever, you know? Then when someone is married and they're known as, like, a playboy or whatever, I (laughs) take this with a grain of salt. I be getting my information and learning stuff from my dad, but, (laughs) you know, it's really just noticing a pattern and then thinking about it and then yeah explaining what you find you know what i mean but when you're married it gives you a certain look i guess you could say that if you're unmarried and just dating a shit ton of people but wouldn't it also give you a bad image if you're married and having affairs like Bro, pick one. Just stay faithful to your partner. It's not that hard. I'm going to continue reading the article. So, these individuals are surrounded by yes men who placate them. And often, they're bad decisions. Powerful men tend to be surrounded by people who protect them, idolize them, and even enable their vices in order to remain inside their influential orbit. Exactly! These are what we called kiss asses. Mm -hmm. So, some people know you have the affair, but they still do business with you. Because, one, they're probably doing it for themselves, and they got no right to judge you. Two, um, you got something, you have something that they want. So, they're going to put aside their morals to get whatever they want from you, right? And if you obviously want something from someone, you're not going to criticize them or say no or disagree with certain views that they have, especially if it's none of your business because it's other people's personal lives. But still, cheating is, for me, it's morally wrong and it is just a horrible thing to do to someone. Like, you're literally betraying them. You know what I mean? Like, if you get in a relationship, to me, it's, or should I say, a monogamous relationship. If you're getting into one of those, 
it's literally a promise to stay faithful to and loyal to only you like why is it so hard to be loyal or stay with one person i don't get the whole challenge just accept to try something new with your partner discuss with them do something like damn and because you got money or whatever people just ain't gonna say nothing about the bad habits or the bad things that you do because they want something from you you are you are beneficial to them because let's say you're a higher higher businessman in whatever like your bill gates or something right or jeff bezos right and then jeff bezos live in circles where he can snap his fingers and get shit done because he has money right and he has influence and connections so the people around him who are kiss asses want those connections and want to be in good favors with jeff bezos to get what he wants or what they want right so they're not gonna be like yo I don't think cheating on your wife or cheating on your husband is good, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? Or, like, if you go against them, like, they'll bring havoc on you. It's kind of the concept as don't be get on your teacher's bad side because they have some kind of power over you. They have power plays, right? Because they're an adult as well as, you know, they can get you in trouble Alright, for example, I have this friend, and basically, she was, like, chatting with the teacher, and the teacher heard, and the teacher went off on her, and then the teacher was, like, if you were this or whatever, I'm going to write you a prayer demerit, because yada, 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 you know, like, they're just not going to give you passes, they're going to be hard on you, and they're going to be watching you like a hawk to see if you mess up right and you ain't want that so you're gonna want to stay in people's good graces because it's beneficial to you and at the end of the day it's helping you even if you don't like the person or like what they stand for or what they're doing you're still gonna do it or be around them or enable okay so the article continues to say um, having people in your inner circle who constantly approve of your actions can spoil your ego and it can make you feel like the limits you once put on yourself are loosening and loosening she said powerful men believe they're impervious to get caught or can conceal their transgressions because of the resources at their disposal or which set she also noted that powerful men and people in general cheat when they want change. Something in the man's life or his relationship isn't okay and he and the affair creates the trigger for change. She said that something might be boredom after many years together. She said powerful men may cheat for a variety of reasons but the result is usually the same. Positions, reputations, and families are irrevocable. Irrev what? Irrevocably broken. Sorry. Alright, let's move on to something else. Am I the only one who thinks water tastes weird in a plastic 
reusable water bottle. Not the ones, not these ones. Can you hear that? Not those ones that you buy at the store or whatever. It's like the reusable ones where you can put your water in. You know what I mean. I feel like it would taste better in glass bottles, but the glass bottles are heavy. That's why some of them be coming in like these specific pouches because they be heavy, bro. But like it tastes so weird in plastic reusable water bottles. Let us move on to the Nicki Minaj and Lotto situation. Why are y'all even beefing? Like why let me find an article on this to read y'all and then uh i'm never picking sides i do not care what these people do i'm just like okay hashtag a 40 year old bully so nikki and lotto beef sorry lottery ticket um so let us take this from we're gonna be reading this article from the bradley scout so it's titled Nicki minaj and lotto's twitter beef explained last week rapper Nicki minaj tweeted her frustrations over a report that her hit single super freaky girl would be placed in the best pop solo performance category at the Grammys. Official Grammy nominations will be announced on November 15th, but the report was enough to prompt Minaj to voice her disapproval and bring fellow female rapper Lotto into the mix. In a series of tweets, Minaj declared that if her song wouldn't be in any rap categories, Lotto's single, Big Energy, should also be excluded, while Minaj's point was justifiable the shade that followed was uncalled for and took attention away from her point initially Lado expressed confusion over her name being brought up Minaj reveal revealed soon after that Lado reached out to her privately to address the situation in her la later tweet Minaj dubbed Lado a Karen and expressed her distaste that she did not stand up for her just when I thought it was over, more screenshots surfaced and the artist continued to go back and forth on the Bluebird app, with Lado even going so far as to call Minaj a 40-year-old bully. Honestly, the entire situation got out of hand as Super Freaky Girl and Big Energy are both pop-adjacent rap songs. It is absolutely reasonable for Minaj to believe there needed to be more fairness in nominations however disrespecting lotto with name calling and making her previous attempts at communication seem disingenuous turned a valid argument into a cat fight but i am neither lotto's nor minaj's biggest fan i can't say that i'm surprised that minaj is once again beefing with fellow female rappers minaj's legacy and skill in female rap and rap in general is undeniable as the career of both artists have started to flourish, Minaj has been known to show initial support, followed by pointed disses at rappers like Cardi B, Coyle Ray, and Megan Thee Stallion. 
Raph is all Raph is always will be male dominated and even though women in the genre should be sticking together, it's disappointing to see that trailblazers like Nicki Minaj is constantly stirring up drama. Oh damn, okay. That's the rundown on the Twitter beef. Um, to me, all of that was unnecessary. All of it was just unnecessary. But I get the point that you're dragging someone into, you know. But her point is valid because they are somewhat, the Grammys are somewhat, let's say allegedly, targeting Nikki. Because um, Miss Nicki Minaj is always have she's had stuff go down with other um award shows or whatever so it's not surprising that they're being unfair to her you know which is just ugh like why can't we all be fair and mind our own damn business but i mean if you need an example because, you know, if you're going to say something, you're going to need an example or evidence or whatever to support what you're saying. So, Big Energy, I haven't listened to that. I've listened to Super Freaky Girl, though. But I'm not sure if I've heard Big Energy or not on TikTok or somewhere. But if other people can agree that Big Energy sounds like pop, and I think, I think, allegedly, Lada has said that the song is more pop-like than... I don't see the point of Nikki bringing the song up as an example. I don't think she mean it like that. But when the name calling all the unnecessary BS came in, I'm just like, be over, be effing for real. Like, aren't y'all tired of seeing these artists beefing with each other online? Like, bro, go sit down, go in the studio, and make us some good music. That's all you need to do. And post pictures on Instagram or whatever, and leave people out of your shit, okay? I really hope Nikki, whatever, fixes her, um, stance with the Grammys or whatever, because it is unfair, because she is a trailblazer in rap. She actually really is a legend in rap. So it's really unfair and just nasty that they're doing that to her. But at the same point, the article is not wrong when they say that she's been in a lot of petty dramas, especially with Miss Cardi B. You know, but Miss Cardi B has been in petty dramas with other people lately. Who was it? Who was the last person I heard Cardi B beefing with? I don't remember, but these drama channels got you covered on YouTube, y'all. Anyways, so my thoughts are it's it was unnecessary. Um, let's talk about global warming a bit. I'm not gonna get too into this. I'm just gonna say something real quick. Um, the current state of our climate is we all know it's really bad, but there is a bunch of stuff that we could be doing to making it better. But if everybody is not committed and will actually follow through with trying to help make the earth better then it's just not going to get done people are going to fall into bad habits and all of that but like the earth is dying y'all need to stop it like seriously 
and find alternative ways to, you know, or overusing our natural supplies because when it's gone, where the hell more are we gonna get them? You know what I mean? But I sound mad tired. I'm about to pass out after this. Uh, and this is the 35th episode in season 3, so the next episode will be the first one in season 3. I meant this is in season 2. It's, season 2 is basically done right here. But I just wanted to do like a little talk my shit session, if that makes sense of like a bunch of random topics anyways i do have a google forums that you can send me ideas that you want me to talk about on there or you can just easily dm me on instagram i probably most likely will answer just don't send me no weird shit okay anyways the earth is dying we need to save it i'm not no crazy green earth people or environmentalist but it really is dying and we should really do something about it because I feel like, alright, why people like easy ways. They like accessible, easy routes. And if you're going to give them that in their face, and you're going to give them a harder thing that they don't see the effects of now, or they're not experiencing the effects of now, they're going to choose the easier, more accessible, and convenient route for them. Humans are lazy. Well, most of us are. I know I am. And we'll go with whatever is convenient for them. So, yeah, let's make saving the earth convenient for people. Because I feel like that's one of the only ways we will get to actually saving the earth, you know? Anyways, that's it for this episode. Thank you for listening. Have a wonderful day. And, yeah, don't litter. Bye.